0: You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the most hugest, incredible, believe me podcast in the history of podcasting. This is your co-host Steve Cypress along with the one, the only, he loves podcasting. He's the greatest podcaster. He's really a great guy, believe me, Mr. Everett (laughs) Farnell.
1: What a fabulous day to be alive. Will we ever ever run out of lessons that we can help our esteemed listeners with coming, pouring out of the White House. It's like trying to drink from a water hose. There's so it much It is. I mean, every
0: week inside. we have the same discussion. You know, before we go on and record this, we have our discussion, which if the, maybe we ought to do like some blooper reel or behind the scenes when we because we have to narrow it down. We have way too many topics. And, every, and so we say we'll do that next week. And then next week, all hell breaks loose and there's 16 more topics to talk about. Like... <laughs> It is a never-ending font of downpour of possible lessons to be learned from Donald Trump. Speaking of which, this week is pretty much, for those loyal listeners who heard our last week's episode, and for those that haven't, you go to lessonslearnedfromdonaldtrump.com, and they're all there, We talked about the same subject that we're pretty much going to talk about here as a continuation, and it's based on this whole thing about how Trump controls the narrative and the conversation in the entire world at all times, which is amazingly ironic since all the anti-Trumpers think that he has no impulse control. He's deranged, he's unfit, he's mentally unstable, he's unhinged, he's out of control when he's actually the one, by definition, and by the fact that they're even saying that stuff, he's totally in control. Last week, uh, after this uh, morning, Joe, right, this Mika and Joe in the morning has supposedly, I wouldn't know until this thing came out. Have supposedly bashed him nonstop for <laughs> two, three, four, whatever however many hours their morning show is every single day for 150 whatever days, or probably that's just since he's been president. You got to add two more months since the election, so it's probably 210 straight days of nonstop bashing of Trump. Not to mention, you know, what's her name, Rachel Maddow at night, and The View in the afternoon, and you know, CNN, Washington Post, New York Times. You know, he's got hundreds of. of of writers and anti-Trumpers and TV and radio people, whatever, just bashing him around the clock for six months nonstop about anything. And then he suddenly decides to come out with a tweet, and he picks the... Pretty much the most unknown of the entire group. The least watched morning show in the history of morning shows.
1: He made him famous. he
0: picks this Mika whatever that no one's ever heard of, and he puts a personal insult about her face or something out on Twitter. And just like the lemmings they are, the entire unhinged, out of control, no impulse control media goes off the deep end and follows his lead and takes his bait and goes crazy, and nothing else happening in the entire world matters for a week other than Trump made a tweet. And, and they have ridiculousness to say, I saw this, I saw a clip of this. I'd never seen the show, of course, but I saw a clip where the next day this Mika person comes out on TV and goes, see? You know, because uh, you know, they were like, what do you think of all this? Of him bashing you with this, with this uh, outrageously rude, misogynistic, anti-woman <laughs> crack about your face or something. And she's like, you know, it's typical Donald Trump, he's unhinged, he has no control, and look how easily he takes the bait. And I'm just cracking up, Everett. You have to be (laughs) cracking up. I'm like, you so, wait a minute, how easily? 24 hours a day for six, seven months of nonstop bashing by like a hundred different sources, and he sends out one tweet. You, that That's the definition of having no control. On, on the contrary, here's the thing. And so all the pundits and the anti-Trumpers, and I'll turn it over to you, but this is where it comes from. They're all asking the wrong questions. They are assuming, they're starting from the starting point, which I, I don't even know if they believe it because it's, it's pretty much impossible to believe, that Trump is somehow mentally deranged, unfit, off the deep end, no impulse control, just a crackpot, just a wild man, never plans anything, just does everything seat of his pants. You know, oh, by the way, he also amassed a fortune of multiple billions of dollars. So it's just amazing how he did all this with all these deficiencies <laughs> and then became president of the United States with all these deficiencies. But anyway, I digress. So they ask the question, why would he do this? And, and you know, it's, it's out of control. It's stupid. But they're asking the wrong question. If they just add one word to the question, it flips the whole question, doesn't it? If they just ask, why would he do this? Now. Now. So you just add that That's one right. question. That, now we flip it from assuming he's a deranged idiot, lunatic, madman who doesn't know what he's doing and flies off the deep end easily at any given moment to he is a calculating, chess-playing, deal-making controller of his universe, which he has been for like 50 years. He's been controlling not only everyone else's, his own universe. He, he controlled the whole city of New York's media. Now he controls the whole country, the whole world. I mean, that's what he does. So if they just ask, why would he do this now? You know, Rachel Maddow and these morning people and, and Jake Tapper and CNN and and and, uh, and Anderson Cooper, you just go on and on. They're all bashing him round the clock 24 hours a day for seven months. Why now would he do this? Well, now you can start to come up with some answers. You can start to think about the timing of it, I see, He has a Congress, a do-nothing Congress, which we've had for, I don't know, 20 years. They do nothing. They're all going to go on vacation not having passed any of the legislation he wants passed. He would like to deflect from that. He's going to Russia to meet with Putin. He would certainly like to deflect from that. So he goes, I know. Let's put out an outrageous tweet where I, I, I put out a personal insult about somebody's face. And that, the media will totally take the bait and go off the deep end and talk about nothing else for a week while behind the scenes, I put the travel ban into place, I appoint some more judges, I sign some more executive orders, I pass case law, I do all kinds of stuff, and I'm going to Poland and Russia and meeting with the G20s and the Germany, and I'm going to do all this stuff while they're so busy on the meaningless topic of this person's face that I don't really care about. I just tweeted it out, and like lemmings and idiots, they take it. I mean, what's your take take on that whole thing?
1: Well, I, I mean, clearly... He is strategic about the way he uses Twitter. By the way, he probably tripled their ratings by the way, sending one. Well tweet. That, that was another thing, you know
0: that's another thing I was saying. I was like you should be thankful I mean you're unknown I, I No one ever heard of you people. You're the most unwatched show, the lowest ratings of any morning show in the history of mankind. And, and I did see in a clip they both had said, or no, and Trump had started it by saying, you know, these people were friends of mine. They begged me to come to Mar-a-Lago. They visited it three times after the election and before the inauguration. They wanted to sit on my table. They wanted to something. You know, they're in New York, so he'd been friends with them and something for years or whatever. And so they had to come out. I saw a clip of them having to come out and go, yeah, well, you know, but then something changed, and he became unhinged, and, you know, he's different, and, well, yeah, okay. Good try. I mean, Trump really did you guys a favor. But yeah, guys did him a big favor. Anyone going to see it that way?
1: No. Well, and did you catch the tweet with the video of uh, of him at WrestleMania, whatever, like Yeah, that's the next ago? thing,
0: which, by the way, was, yeah, of yeah, course, the was CNN. a great tweet. Superimposed the CNN logo on, I remember that video of Vince McMahon from 20 years ago. Uh-huh. Like, Trump well, and, clotheslined and blah, blah, blah. He put CNN, and, and, and again, the entire oh, it's, world it's crazy. goes crazy for another three days.
1: Right, and and like you said, in the meantime, he's out doing whatever he wants to do, taking care of business, getting his agenda done, and they don't say a word. There's no complicate, there's no problems,
0: there's no issues. No, they don't. I had there's to no watch argument. the, uh, there was like a press conference the other day, and I'm like, I've got to watch this. Because... And sure enough, no questions about health care, no questions about Russia, no questions about uh, taxes, Legislation. no questions about case law, immigration, the Twitter, wall.
1: Twitter, Twitter, Twitter.
0: Nothing. So because all the questions, you know what they would have been. They went, hey, your stupid wall, what's going on with it? Hey, your sucky thing you're doing over here. No, none of those. Just like, hey, what's with the tweet? I'm like, you idiots. You're talking about the president of the United States, the most powerful country in the world, and all you can concentrate on is asking questions from from the National Enquirer Hall of Fame. What is the matter with you?
1: It's, it's, uh, it's brilliant. And, you know, I mean, obviously, it's at a level where most of our listeners are not going to be keeping control of such a large narrative, which is good because you really have to be a master at doing it in order to do what Trump's doing, whatever you think of him.
0: Well, don't you think I, uh, that's part of it? I, I think that's part of it. The fact that he masters the media is another mm-hmm. reason for the amazing jealousy of all the members of the media. Oh, sure. sure like, because they like, wait a minute.
1: And all the other I pop- have a all show
0: for three hours a night on CNN and nobody pays attention to me. And this guy, every piece a tweet, in the, the whole world has to go crazy.
1: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is that most of our listeners won't be controlling that large of a narrative. However, if they take what Donald Trump is doing and move it over into their little world they can control the narrative in their world with their customers
0: thank you for doing it because that's yeah. where I want to pivot to is how does this apply to our listeners, small business owners and entrepreneurs which you're right I mean Trump is the consummate entrepreneur but our listeners I'm guessing in fact by almost by definition they're on a slightly smaller scale especially now that he's president than Trump is operating on so how does this apply because I don't expect that that your local heating and air guy is tweeting, you know, is having some, his local morning show or newspaper in his town is bashing him every day. You know, well, first. that's not happening.
1: No, but first you have to lay the groundwork. So understand that Trump has laid the groundwork for doing that. And, of course, there right. is a formulaic way to do that. There's a process to go through to lay the groundwork. and once Right, and, the and, groundwork,
0: and that's now you almost got into our advanced tip of the we're week. We're getting but close the,
1: to the advanced tips. The
0: bottom line okay. is, you know, CNN's been on the air for 50 years, and Twitter hasn't even been around for 10 years, and yet Trump is 100 times more powerful with his Twitter account than CNN is.
1: Exactly. So there's processes that you go through in order to lay the groundwork, for it. And then you can control the narrative. You can make declarations. See, and then there's a process. What you got to realize is there's a process. Then once you've laid the groundwork, then there's a process to go through with, the, with what you say and how you say it. And when you put those two things together, and it's systematic. I mean, it's, as a matter of fact, our listeners go back and watch Trump from right. the beginning of his presidential bid all the way now till now. Go back and watch the you know the circus on Showtime and some of the other stuff.
0: Well, and I, and I don't want to uh, put a damper on her or give him extra homework, but you could really even go back. He, he, he's been talking about I'm going to run for president, you know, for ten, twenty years. Oh yeah, you can, go
1: back twenty years.
0: Absolutely. And, and, and said and, and outlined it. He he would appear at the at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. I mean, he, he's been laying sure. the groundwork with this thing for a while.
1: Well, and, and that's what I'm saying. So our listeners don't have to be on a national stage. They can be on a local stage. It can be a right. city. It can be well, that's a where neighborhood. Trump started.
0: Yeah, that's where exactly. Trump first did this. I grew up in New York, and, and when I was a kid, I remember suddenly this guy was taking over the newspaper. All they wanted to talk about <laughs> was Trump.
1: <laughs> even, back, even back then. So that's the secret. I mean, that's the
0: process. And of course, he's he's saying this, he's doing that. And so, yeah, everyone starts up on a smaller scale, right? I mean, that's a a lesson right there for the listeners is, among everything else we talk about, it's not about, oh, but I got to start by, you know, having a multi-billion dollar business in 160 countries around the world. No. Donald Trump started. His father, in fact, told him, don't ever get into real estate outside of Queens. Don't ever go into yeah. Manhattan. That's how Stay out of Manhattan. he started.
1: Stay out of Manhattan. And look, there was a wisdom to what his father said. It's the same wisdom to the guy who tells his kid, go to college, get a good job, and with a nice retirement plan. It obviously is an entrepreneurial version of that, but it still is the same level of wisdom. Trump said
0: said no. So So we're getting getting off the topic a little bit, but the bottom line is, I mean, you, dear listener, can learn from Donald Trump, don't buy into the anti-Trumpers nonsense that is obviously completely wrong about which tail is wagging the dog here and think that Trump is the one who's unhinged and takes the bait whenever somebody criticizes him. Because we've discussed this before. He gets criticized about 17 bazillion times a day, and he, quote, takes the bait whenever he feels like it and whenever it serves him. Once it every serves few weeks or months or something, he decides to start a war. And who do you really think is controlling that? So that's the lesson for this week is to examine Trump and look at him from the viewpoint and understand that you, can do the same thing in your business, in your neighborhood, in your area, in your industry, wherever you're operating, you want to look to say, I am going to be in charge of people that otherwise think or should be more powerful than me. When it comes to media, you would think the New York Times, CNN would have more power than Donald Trump, and yet he causes them to... Bypass whatever they had planned for the day. I mean, I'm pretty sure that the New York Times, like they've laid out their newspaper for the day, and then suddenly out comes a Trump tweet at five o'clock, and they're like, "Scrap the whole damn thing. We got to." So who who is unhinged, and who is taking the bait?
1: And so, as a
0: business owner, we want you to look at things the same way. And for the advanced tip. We're going to help you with, in an advanced way to do just that and, and ever start to give it away a little bit. So to get well, that yeah, advanced tip, yo, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Well, I was just going to say that in a, a shameless little bit of self-promotion for you and I, I was going to point out to our listeners, they can go study 20 years of Trump. They can go study... P.T. Barnum. They can go study The Prince by uh, Nicola Machiavelli. They can go study uh, the art of war. Sure, they can study Werner Earhart.
0: and they can study uh, all the cult leaders and all the top marketing and, and PR people forever.
1: Or they can go to Lessons Learned from Donald Trump and reach out to us, and we can fast forward and circumvent all of those years of study. We can fast forward it for them and get them started right away.
0: Yep, your choice, dear listener. You can keep listening, and we hope you do, to these podcasts where we give you the basic premise and the basic tip of the advanced stuff is really being gobbled up by the people that have the initiative to go to lessons Learned from and you get the contact information right there on the home page for Everett and myself it's real easy you click you tell us who you are we get on the phone and we actually tremendously help you out it's what we do once in a while we we do get a client from it which is why we do it but even if we don't we certainly we're at least told i'm told by everybody i'm sure every year the same i'm told by everybody whether the very few i'll I'm going to take on and actually work with, but everyone else is still telling me how much we helped them. So it's something we love to do. Absolutely. And more than welcome, you can also see all the all the former episodes are there, but we hope you keep listening. And I know that no matter what happens in the world, we have our episodes planned for the next, I think, five. We have five topics planned for the next five weeks, and I can almost assuredly, as sure as I am standing here right now, tell you that those will not be the topics for the next five I, weeks.
1: I can I can almost something guarantee you that something ridiculously earth-shakingly
0: today. crazy will happen and I can also <laughs> tell you that it will not be because of an unhinged crazy unfit deranged person doing it, it will be because somebody knows exactly what he's doing and is brilliantly orchestrating the entire world, wrapping them around his little finger whenever he feels like getting him on a wild goose chase to deflect from anything he doesn't want him to talk about. And that's the lesson learned this week from Donald Trump. And you, dear listener, should do the same. And if you go to lessons learned from and contact up, we will help you one-on-one to do the same. And that's about it for this week. Any final words, Everett?
1: I don't think so. I think you've wrapped it up perfectly.
0: Well, because I have to say that was an unhinged episode. I mean, we were off the deep end there. I mean, we were we were unhinged. We were unfit to podcast. I don't know how we're podcasting here. Who the heck allowed us to podcast? They must be deplorable idiots.
1: We will have to wait and see if anybody uh, gets after us for all of our uh, all of our craziness and and all the times that we take debate. Yeah, well, I, I
0: think there should be like uh, there should be an amendment that against us being able to podcast. That's how deranged we are. We're just. We're just unhinged. I mean, we plan our episodes five weeks in advance, and then we change the topic all the time. We're just unhinged. unhinged. We have no impulse control. Like, uh, clearly, we're the ones that don't get it. Anyway, that's it for this episode of The Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast. Thanks for listening, and join us again, same time, same place, next week. Talk to you then.
1: Cheers. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner... Like Trump. Make sure to go listen to the rest
0: of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time. Unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.